Hey friends, what's up? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Chafal, Daf Twenty One. Friends, um, how's everyone doing after yesterday? Gosh, you know, yeah, wow. I mean, yesterday goes up there as like one of the longest Babylon Talmud episodes. Like, what was it an hour and twelve minutes? I, I, that's a rarity. So, how's everybody doing? You okay? Yeah, all right. Uh, well, I guess you're back for more, so I guess that was okay. Friends, I'm a, I'm very excited today because I have coffee, which is nice. I don't usually have coffee with me. I always drink coffee every day. First thing I do when I wake up, drink coffee. Otherwise, uh, otherwise it, it won't work so good. So, But now I have coffee with me right here. Very excited about that. Friends, what do you think today's daf talks about? Talks about Rosh Chodesh and witnesses and all that stuff, messengers. So, um, yeah, let's just kind of jump in. Um, okay, so we're going to start on Davchof and Bez, like four lines from the bottom. Amr Reb Zeri. So, Amr Reb Nachman. So, it says Reb Zeri in the name of Reb Nachman. That's interesting. Does Reb Zeri usually quote Reb Nachman? Mm, probably not. All right. Says Reb Zera in the name of Reb Nachman. I mean, it's not crazy, but Kol Lekame Shadinun. So whenever we have a suffix, we throw it ahead of us. Lemeimer to say the Chamesa Vishitzer of Dinun Abeiselo of Dinun. No. So for example, if we have the first, uh, the first of uh, Pesach is the fifteenth day of Nisan. Now we have a Sveika Diyoma. So what's the Sveika Diyoma? So Sveika Diyoma is well, we're not sure if it's day fifteen or day sixteen. We are not concerned that maybe it's day 14, right? Meaning the concern is that maybe, um, uh, the concern is that maybe, what's the month before Nisan? Other could have been 20, uh, you know, Rosh Chodesh could have been basically on day 30 of other or day 31 of other. We don't know, but there's never concern that maybe Rosh Chodesh was really day 29 of other. You know, that, that, that's not like a thing. Okay, fine. So therefore, the Sveika Dioma is whether, um, uh, Pesach falls out on the 15th or the 16th of Nisan. The concern is not about uh, the 14th. Let's go weiter. The Le'avid Nami Ibeisar de Machasul Av Chasul El. Ha ha. Ha ha. Friends. But, what if, so they use Av and Elul over here. But it's the same thing as basically Shvat and Other. So since we use Nisan, let's use Shvat and Other. What happens if Shvat was a Chaser, right? And we didn't know that. And other was also a chaser. And, right, so let's say we assume that, um, right, that, um, that Shvat was a mole, because usually it would be a mole, because we go, right, and, and by default, it's sort of the default is that it's echad mole, echad chaser. So Shvat would be a mole, other would be a chaser. Um, but let's say they made Shvat or of, um, a chaser, but we assume that it was a male. But the truth is that since they made it a chaser, so actually Rosh Chodesh uh, other is going to be kind of a day earlier, and so is Nisan. In which case, it would fall out that that um, Pesach could be the fourteenth of Nisan. So what about that? Aren't we concerned that maybe so Lav Davka that they made Rosh Chodesh on the twenty ninth of other, right? That Rosh Chodesh Nisan was the twenty ninth of other. No, that's not going to happen. But what if Shvat? Rather than being a male, was a chaser, and then so was other. Well, in that case, you know, so then we might 
you know, um, um, you know, so if, if in Eretz Yisrael they made both Shvat and Adar a Chaser, but we didn't know, we assumed that Shvat was a Malay, in which case the 15th that we're assuming is really Pesach, in reality, is going to be falling out on the 14th, which, right, so maybe we should have to do uh, Pesach on the 14th also out of concern that what if Shvat and other were Chasers. Okay. Treyarche Chasere Kala Islehu, to which Sigma says, if that would be the case, you would know about it, right? If if they made, right, usually Shvat or Av would be a Malay if they made it Chaser, and then they also made El Chaser, you would uh, know about it, and we're not concerned that you have to make Nisa, uh, Pesach, or I guess Sukkis, a day early. Okay. Coffee. Okay, let's go back. Levi Ikla Bavel, Bechadzer Levi visited Bavel on the 11th day of Tishrei. Who can tell me what the 11th day of Tishrei is? The day after Yom Kippur. Now, if we're concerned about Sveika Diyomas, right, if we're not sure when, let's say, the first day of Sukkis is, so we do two days of Yom Tif, so, you know, technically speaking, you should have to do the same thing for Yom, for Yom Kippur, right? So, Levi Ikla Lubavl, Bechadza B'Tishrei. So, Levi uh, got to Bavl on the 11th day of Tishrei, Omar, and he said, Bosum Tavshila de Bavloi B'Yomarava de Marava. And he says, guess what, people? Y'all are cooking food, and while it smells delicious, the fact of the matter is, says Levi, in Eretz Yisrael, they made uh, Elul a 30-day month, which means that Mimele today, which you're assuming is the day after Yom Kippur, is actually Yom Kippur. And you guys are eating and cooking and doing all sorts of stuff on Yom Kippur. Amrile Asid, they said to him, you know, if that's the case, testify that that's in fact the case, and then we'll, 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 we'll accept today as being Yom Kippur. Amrile, when he said to them, Lo Look, the fact of the matter is, I did not hear out of the words of, of, of Bezdin Mikudosh, and as we're going to learn today on Daf, um, uh, Mudbez, that Daf, when it comes to Tishrei, and when it comes to uh, Nisan, the messengers don't go out until they literally hear from Bezdin themselves, Mikudosh. And therefore, Levi says, look, while I can attest to the fact that um, they added a day to Elul, I did not hear them, I did not hear it come out of their mouths, and therefore I cannot testify to you that that is the case. Um, okay, so therefore I guess, uh, I don't know, short of that, I guess there wasn't any objective or hard enough proof that, um, that, uh, that, that that day was in fact Yom Kippur, and I don't know what they did. I guess it sounds like they didn't necessarily assume that they had to listen to Levi if he wouldn't give them factual testimony. Okay, fine. Oh, I love the feeling of caffeine just running right through your body. I don't know how it hits you so fast. It might be psychological. Um, fine. Machus Rebbeichanon. Oh, so Rebbeichanon would announce. Kolecha demotu shluchei nisin v'lamotu shluchei tishrei. Ha ha. Le'avdu trei yomeg zeri nisin atu tishrei. Woo, friends. Who could, who could tell us what that means? It's very interesting. Friends, if you think about it, the messengers who would, um, you know, spread out, scatter all over the diaspora and Eretz Yisrael and outside of Eretz Yisrael to update the people 
about when Rosh Chodesh is. So they kind of, in a sense, had an advantage in Nisan, which is, well, let's take it from the opposite. In Tishrei, there's Rosh Hashanah, there's Yom Kippur. These are, you know, offline days. You're not allowed, they can't be traveling on those days. And therefore, they're at a disadvantage, so to speak, in that, there are, you know, there, there are all these days that they're actually not allowed to travel. So in Nisan, they can actually get further ahead. So says Reb Yochanan that these sort of, you know, let's call them like outskirt areas where in Nisan, there's enough time for the messengers to get there. But in Tishrei, because of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, um, there is not enough time to get to these um, places. So, so even in Nisan, when the messengers arrive and they say that Rosh Chodesh was on day X, Still, even though they know, okay, well, if Rosh Chodesh was day X, Mimele, we know in the first day of Pesach is we don't have to keep two days. So in those places, no, even then, they do keep two days, even though they know when Rosh Chodesh actually was, out of concern for Tishrei, right? Meaning if they say, well, for Pesach, we just kept one day, so we'll also keep one day um, for, 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 for Sukkot, even though the witnesses didn't actually arrive yet. So um, since the witnesses don't have time to get there, in Tishrei, so even in Nisan, when they do have enough time to get there, and they do arrive, and they say when Rosh Chodesh actually was, still they would only keep, still they would keep two days of um, of, of Yom Tif on Pesach, um, even though they know uh, when Rosh Chodesh was, because the messengers were able to arrive in Nisan. Okay, so let's read that again. Ma'achas Rebyechanon announced, so any of these locations where the messengers of Nisan are able to arrive, but in Tishrei the messengers would be unable to arrive because you know because of the um, days that they were unable to travel because of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So even for Pesach, even in Nisan, they should still keep two days of Yom Tif, even though they technically know when Rosh Chodesh was, Gezeir and Nisan atu Tishrei, because we make a Gezeir and Nisan out of concern for Tishrei. That if you only keep one day of uh, Yom Tif in Nisan, then you might end up keeping one day of Yom Tif in Tishrei, even though in Tishrei the messengers don't have enough time to arrive. I mean, this is super interesting that like, in the time, during the time of Rabbi Yochanan, they were still doing Kiddush HaChodesh Apiri'ya. Which is super interesting, meaning, I don't know, it feels, it feels in my mind like a Beis Amikdash kind of thing. No more Beis Amikdash, no more Kiddush HaChodesh, but no. I mean, it sounds like even during the time of the Amorayim, they were still doing um, Kiddush HaChodesh. We're going to see Rava in a second. Super interesting. I mean, Rava was like not even first generation Amor, he was like fourth generation Amor. So, super interesting. Yeah, at what point did they stop doing it? I don't know. Maybe it'll come up in the Gemara. Rebbe Barnagre. Both students of Rabbi Yochanan. So they arrived at a certain location, a certain place. That was one of these places where the Nisan um, messengers would be able to arrive. However, but in Tishrei, um, the messengers would be unable to arrive. Right? It's one of these places that uh, was sort of further out that in Nisan, when there's no other sort of yomtivs that prevent the messengers from traveling, they would be able to arrive. But in Tishrei, when there's Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, they would be unable to arrive. So now Rabbi Yochanan had said that if you're spending Pesach in these places, so then you have to keep two days of Yom Tif. Now, And the people in this location, they nonetheless um, kept one day of Pesach, one day of Yom Tif of Pesach, and Rabbi Evo Banagri 
And Rebbe Abba didn't say anything to these people. Shama Rebbe Yechanan, and Rebbe Yechanan heard, and he got upset. Omelu, he said to his students, Rebbe Aiva Banagri and Rebbe Chiba Abba, of course we know from Masech Tabrachas already, that Rebbe Chiba Abba was one of the top students of Rebbe Yochanan. He would review his, all, everything he knew. He would review with Rebbe Yochanan every 30 days. So Rebbe Chiba Abba. Omelu, he said to them, didn't I tell you that in these places where the messengers of Nisan are able to arrive, but the messengers of Tishrei are unable to arrive, didn't I say that in these places they have to keep two days of Yom Tif out of concern for Tishrei, that we want to make sure that they keep certainly keep two days of Yom Tif in Tishrei, and therefore even in Nisan they should do it? So therefore he got upset. Rave would keep two days of Yom Kippur. He would mamish fast for two days straight. Out of concern that what if in Eretz Yisrael they made Elul 30 days. Zimna chade ishtakach kavose and one time it actually turned out that they did add a day to Elul. And it was a good thing that he fasted for two days because it was only, right, because Yom Kippur was only the second, right, it ended up being the second day. So it's a good thing that he fasted for two days. Um, okay, super interesting. Rav Nachman, Yosef Bitanisa Kule Yom Kippur. Rav Nachman was fasting all day on Yom Kippur. Okay, the Orta in that night, also Ugavra, a certain fellow came. Now, sometimes you know we assume to a certain extent that Ugavra uh, is Eliyahu Anovi, but anyways, a certain fellow came, Omerle, and said to. Rav Nachman that actually tonight, what you think is Motsoy Yom Kippur, actually tonight is in fact Yom Kippur in Eretz Yisrael. I wonder if it's the same year that Rava, that it turned out that Rava uh, was warranted in fasting two days. If it was that same year that it turned out good that Rava fasted for two days and now this fellow went and told Rav Nachman, by the way, in Eretz Yisrael also, well, no, in Eretz Yisrael, Taka tonight is Yom Kippur. And he said to this fellow, Rav Nachman said to this fellow, Where are you from? I'm from a place called Damharia. He says, His end is going to be blood. Rav Nachman was referring to himself. He says, Oh my gosh, how am I going to survive this? He called about this fellow, that those who were pursuing us were so light. Um, okay, oh my gosh, Rav Nachman, I guess, was not in the mood to be fasting a second day. All right. Shalach Lehu. Ravuna bar Ovin Lirave. So Ravuna bar Ovin sent over to Rave. Karchozes de Mashka Tkufas Teves Ad Shitzur Benissin. So if it turns out that Tkufas Teves, Tkufas Teves is the winter, right? There are four seasons that go by the solar uh, year. So there are sort of, I guess, objectively uh, four seasons. Each one is 91 and a quarter days. And, uh, Anyways, so Tkufas Tevis is essentially the winter season. So it says Rav Hunabar Oven to Rava, if you calculate, if you see that the winter is going to extend until the 15th day of, um, uh, what is it, the 15th or the 16th? Shitzer, till the 16th day of Nisan. So then, so add, make it a leap year, add a month onto the year, make a second order. Uh, and don't worry about it. Let's talk about that in a second. The chesiv, as it says, Shamar is chodesh aviv. Guard the month of aviv. What does that mean? Of spring. Shamar aviv shel tkufa. Make sure that 
the spring, that the actual, you know, uh, springtime, that it is in the um, month of Nisan. Meaning that um, make sure, right, like in the new part of Nisan. Meaning make sure that already by the 14th, which is still sort of the first part of Nisan, and make sure that the 14th day of Nisan is already uh, in the springtime. But if you see that, um, if you see that um, the winter, Kufas Teves, the winter is going to be extend into already the 16th day of Nisan, um, so then, so then add another month to the year. Now, what if you see that Kufas Teves will continue until the 15th day of Nisan? Well, in that case, just add a day to other, and then by adding a day to other, so then um, Kufas uh, uh, Nisan will fall out on the 14th day of. Uh, Nisan, and you don't need to add a whole month to the year. But if Kufas Teves, if the winter is going to extend until the 16th day of Nisan, so even if you add a day to other, you're still going to be in the 15th, uh, 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 springtime is only going to start in the 15th of Nisan, we need it to start Bechodesh of it, Bechidusha, right? When the moon is still sort of um, getting bigger and bigger, um, that is uh, you know up to and including the 14th day of Nisan. So again, if the winter will extend until the 16th day of Nisan, so then um, you have to add a month to the year. If it's the 15th day of Nisan, just add a day to other. And it says, Velotachush, right? Don't be concerned. What it means is don't be concerned that this is specifically the opinion of Acherim, Mesech Sanajim, whatever. Don't say, but the Allah is not like him, no, the Allah is like him, that, um, in, the, that uh, in this case, you would add a month to the year. Okay, I have questions on Acherim though, because Acherim is the one who's mocked to say that it's always Echad Mali Vechad Chaser. Okay, I'm not getting, I don't know. I have a kasha on it. I don't know. I don't get it. But, uh, but anyways, that's what Rafuna bar Ovin says to Rava, that if you see that the winter will extend until the 16th day of, um, Nisan, so add a month onto the year, so that then the, uh, spring will fall out in other Shani, essentially, which means that Mimele, once, um, um, Pesach starts, it will be in the springtime. Okay. Let's go right to the Maise. Rav Nachman said to the seafarers, which is interesting because we've seen a few times Shmuel communicating with the seafarers, and both Shmuel and Rav Nachman were in the same city of um, Narda. So if you, uh, so he said to the seafarers, Atun, you seafarers, which of course you're not going to know, you're out at sea, you're not going to know when Rosh Chodesh was established. So ki chazisu siara demashtam liyoma, when you see that the, you know, when it gets to the point where the moon um, sets when the sun rises, uh, that is when you should burn your chametz. To which the Gemara says, wait, but when is it that the moon sets when the sun rises? On the 15th of Nisan. Right, so but we burn our chametz on the 14th, not the 15th. These seafarers, since they're out at sea and they have like the most ideal view of the moon and the sun and all that stuff. There's no nothing blocking. So they actually, um, for them, they will actually the, the the moon will be setting when the sun rises actually on the 14th. Um, all right, that sounds like a lot of fun. Friends, moving on to Dafchafal of Mudbeis, we are now at a new Mishnah. We will, but it is not our last Mishnah of the day. Oh, there are two months. There would be Mechal Shabbos. As we saw, was, I think yesterday, 
Yeah, certainly yesterday. That was uh, shtickle ping pong. So, so uh, brain spaghetti, ping pong. Anyways, there are two months that the witnesses who look up in the sky and they see the moon. So if it's Rosh Chodesh Tishrei or Rosh Chodesh Nisan, they are allowed on Shabbos to travel to Jerusalem, even though it's outside of the um, outside of the Tchum uh, Shabbos. Although Lavdafka Jerusalem, right? I think uh, um, I at a certain point I think it was probably Yavne. But anyways, um, they're allowed to travel to testify that they saw the moon on Shabbos. So Al Shnei Chodashim Chalin is a Shabbos. So for there are two months that the witnesses are able to be Mechal Shabbos to testify that they saw the new moon on Nisan Val Tishrei. Uh, the months of Nisan and Tishrei should be Shluchin Yotz in the Surya because on those months the messengers go out um, to Surya. I guess it means probably as far as Surya, but they, I don't know. They go out to Surya. When and based on the testimony of these people, based on Moshchodesh Tishrei and Moshchodesh Nisan, that is when the festivals are going to fall out. So it's super important. And when there was a Beis HaMikdash, so then on all of the months, they would be able to uh, travel to testify about the new moon, even on Shabbos, uh, because there was nafkaminas there in terms of making sure that you're offering the Korban Musaf on the proper day. Okay, second, just a coffee. Amazing. Says the Gemara, Friends, I know you're asking, you're thinking the same thing. Only on two months, the messengers go out. I thought we had said the other day, who could tell me when the other day was it? Yudches or something? Yeah, we said at the bottom of the Dav, Yudches. Al shisha chodash mashluchin yotzen. For one second. Ve'aminu al vav chodash mashluchin yotzen. We had a Mishnah that says that there are six months that the messengers go out, right? We talked about Adar because of Purim, Kislev because of Hanukkah. So, how come we're saying that there are two months that you're Mechal Shabbos because it's those two months that the messengers go out? What do you mean there are six months that the messengers go out? So, Amr Abaye, Hochi Kamar. So, Abaye says, this is how you have to understand the Mishnah, Al Kulan Shtuchin Yotzin Mibo Eret. That on the other months, so for example, Kislev or, 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 or other, so the messengers can go out even at night. So, for example, if they see, uh, like, if you mamish see the moon, it's clear to everybody that, like, uh, you know, on day 29 already, you can see the moon. So, it's clear that day 30 is going to be Rosh Chodesh. So, that night already, um, the messengers can go out. They don't need to wait for, to hear the words, Mekudosh, come out of the mouths of Bezdin, right? As we saw earlier on the daf, when we saw with, when Levi visited Bavil, and he said that, uh, you know, you guys are cooking and eating on, on Yom Kippur, and they said, well, can you testify about that? And he said, no, I didn't hear it come out from the mouths of Bezdin. When it comes to Tishrei, when it comes to Nisan, Yudavka, have to hear it come from the mouths of Bezdin. And until the messengers hear Bezdin say, Mekudosh, Mekudosh, uh, well, Mekudosh, so then until they hear Bezdin say Mekudosh, they can't go out and travel. Um, however, uh, when it comes to like Rosh Chodesh Kislev, Rosh Chodesh Adar, Rosh Chodesh Elul, so in those cases, I think there was one other one there, um, in those cases, um, what was the other one? Right? We said, what, what did we say? Uh, we said other because of Purim, Kisle because of Hanukkah. We said Elo because of like the Moadim. What, what, what was the other? Oh, also Av because of, uh, Tishabab. Anyways, so, so, um, 
for those, like if they, if they clearly see that there's a new moon already, like on day 29, so Mimele day 30 is going to have to be Rosh Chodesh. Or, or for example, if day 30 wasn't Rosh Chodesh, and therefore Mimele, if day 30 wasn't Rosh Chodesh, so then day 31 is going to be Rosh Chodesh, and it's going to be a Chodesh Malay. So like in those cases, by process of elimination, or if it's so obvious that the next day is going to be Rosh Chodesh, so they can already go out at night um, to, to start telling the people when Rosh Chodesh is. Now, however, when it comes to Tishrei, and when it comes to um, Nisan, Ein Mekadshin is a Chodesh Balayla, right? right? Well, meaning never, that, that's a general rule. Ein Mekadshin is a Chodesh Balayla. We are not Mekadesh the Chodesh at night. Therefore, um, therefore, um, because we're not Mekadesh the Chodesh at night, so the messengers are unable to go out at night. They have to wait till the next day. So, so let's say on day 29, it's clear to everybody that there's a new moon. So if it's like uh, other, so they could already go out that night and start telling people. But when it comes to Tishrei or Nisan, even if it's clear that it's going to be um, Rosh Chodesh, let's say on day 30, still they would be unable to go. The messengers cannot go out at night. They need to wait until day 30 when they hear Bezdin say Mikudish. Only at that point are they able to go out and testify um, about the new moon. Okay, fine. So, so Omar Bais says, This is what the Mishnah is saying. That when it comes to all of the other months that the Shluchim, that the, that the messengers go out and, ta- and, and tell everybody about Rosh Chodesh. So they can do that already at night. They don't have to wait for Bezdin to say Mekudosh. Al Nisan, Val Tishrei, however, when it comes to Nisan, when it comes to Tishrei, you have to hear Bezdin say Mikudish, and only at that point can they go and um, tell all the communities. We talk also learn in a Bryce like this, that in all of the months that the messengers go out, they go out at night, whereas um, Nisan and Tishrei, they need to hear from Bezdin, Mikudosh, that, that it's now Rosh Chodesh, at that point, can they go out and testify? And, uh, can they go out and, and, you know, spread it among the communities? Okay, this is when Rosh Chodesh is. And for that reason, on Nisan and on Tishrei, the witnesses can come even on, they can come even on Shabbos, because on Nisan and on Tishrei, there's like real nafkaminas, right? Because if we say that they cannot come and testify, right? They cannot come and give their testimony on Shabbos because they're going to have to go past the Tchum Shabbos. Well, then if they can only come on Motsari Shabbos, well, Bezdin is not Mekadesh the Chodesh at night. And therefore, they can only be Mekadesh Chodesh the next day, which means that the messengers going out to tell all the people when Rosh Chodesh was, and there's Nafkuminis for Pesach, for Sukkot, they can only then go out on the next day, which, um, you know, kind of, you know, uh, holds things back. And therefore, um, you know, and, and therefore, right, so if the witnesses saw the new moon on Shabbos, so if we allow them to come and testify about it on Shabbos, so then already that night, on Motsoi Shabbos, right, so on Shabbos will be Makadish the Chodesh, and Motsoi Shabbos already, the, the witnesses can go out, and there's other Nafkaminas also, right, because if they say that Shabbos then is Rosh Chodesh, so then they have two full weeks to go and spread it among the communities, right, they have Sunday through Friday, Shabbos, they're not going to go up, but then they have another Sunday through Friday, and then, um, you know, Pesach, let's say, is going to be two Shabbos later. But, let's say we don't allow the witnesses to come on Shabbos. So, then they're not going to be able to get Memele, they're not going to be able to be there until earliest Motsari Shabbos. And Bezdin is only going to be Mekadosh the next day on Sunday. 
So not only do, they, do the witnesses lose out the ability to travel on Motsoi Shabbos, but also if Sunday is, is Rosh Chodesh, so then Mimele, that means that, let's say, Pesach is going to be on a Sunday, which means that also Erev Pesach is a Shabbos, which means they're not going to be able to travel on that Shabbos. Kilu, they lose the Motsoi Shabbos, they lose, they lose the, the, the Erev Pesach is a Shabbos, they can't travel. So basically, by if you say that um, the witnesses are unable to testify on Shabbos, then it kind of creates a headache for the messengers uh, on Tishrei and on Nisan, since they can't go out until they hear Bezdin say Mekudosh, which means that they're going to have to wait till the next day, which creates all sorts of headaches. So therefore, um, since on Tishrei and on Nisan, um, uh, the messengers can only go out once they hear the Bezdin say Mekudosh, so therefore um, they can already come and give their testimony on Shabbos so that the uh, uh, Shluchim can go out and start spreading the news uh, ASAP. The rabbis taught, So how do we know that Yemechalel Shabbos for um, Tishrei and for Nisan? So how do we know that Yemechalel Shabbos for um, Tishrei and for Nisan? Well, because the Pazik says, These are the festivals of Hashem, of, of God, Asher Tikru Osa B'Mo'adam. You should um, make them tikkun You should call them. You should make them mikudish at their proper time. And if that's on Shabbos, then it should even be on Shabbos. Yochok shem shemchalin al sheiskadju tachemchalin al sheiskaimu. Now, is it possible that just like the witnesses who are testifying that they saw the new moon, they can be mechal Shabbos in order to um, uh, testify about the new moon, so that, it, so that they could be mikudish the chodesh. Do Kiddush HaChodesh, so is it possible that just like the witnesses can be Mechal Shabbos, can, right, obviously not being Mechal Shabbos Midoraisa, but uh, can sort of waive um, the halach of Tchum Shabbos. So is it possible that just like the witnesses can testify on Shabbos, so also the messengers can go out and spread it among the communities on Shabbos? Tamalomar, Hashetikriosom, that it says that you will call them at the proper time. Akriosom atamachal, viatamachal al kiyumun. So you can, um, so to sort of be Mikadesh the Chodesh, the witnesses can travel on Shabbos, but for to sort of be Mikayimit, to spread it among the nation, uh, among the people, so the witnesses would, the messengers would be unable to spread it among the communities and travel on Shabbos. So now, interestingly, we basically seem to have two parallel reasons for why people are able to give testimony that they saw the moon on Shabbos, right? One of them being that, well, the witnesses are, well, the messengers are only allowed to um, uh, uh, travel uh, to head out on Nisan and on Tishrei once they hear Mikudash. And if we don't allow them to testify on Shabbos, then it basically delays everything and creates a headache. So that was one reason. The other reason is from a Pasuk that it says, And you have to write, in order to be Mikadesh, um, uh, the Chodesh on time. So Rashi points out that that's actually the real reason. The second reason, the Gzeres HaKosov, is the real reason why we could be Mechal Shabbos in order to give testimony is, is because uh, in order to, to you know, fix the, the, so that the festivals will be at the proper time. Um, but says Rashi, this other reason for the witnesses is sort of like a, a supporting reason. Not, not, not the witnesses, the messengers, right? The, that, the, that the messengers um, can only go out once they hear Mikudash. That's called a, kind of like a supporting reason that, you know, also additionally, that um, since they can only leave once they hear Mikudish, if you delay it till the next day, then it also kind of holds them up by like a whole day.
אוקיי, פיין. וכשהיה בייס המקדוש קיים חלם אף על כולם מפני תקונס הקורבן, Okay, 
there are 50 gates of, 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 uh, of what's Bina? Understanding that were created in the world. Friends, all 50 of them were given to Moshe Rabbeinu, just minus one. He, 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 Moshe Rabbeinu achieved 49 gates of Bina. Shenemar, as the Pesach says, that the Abishter made him slightly less than God. So, and we get that from Shiva Saim. Shiva Saim is like, you know, seven times seven, which is 49. So there were 50 gates of understanding of Bina that were uh, created in the world. Moshe Rabbeinu achieved 49 of them. Bikesh Koheles limtso and Koheles wanted to do the same thing, right? So it says the Pasuk, uh, it's a Pasuk in Koheles, that Bikesh Koheles limtso that Koheles wanted to um, find these words of, I don't know, Chefetz, desire, I don't know. Bikesh Koheles lios kemoshe. Koheles, Shlomo Melech wanted to be like Moshe Rabbeinu. And a voice from heaven came out and said to Shlomo Melech, that, that same Pasuk, um, of says, and, um, I don't know, written works of truth. That basically it says in the Torah, look, it says in the Torah that there was no other prophet like Moshe. And therefore, um, basically God was saying, hey, Shlomo, take a chill pill. And the other one says, that no, there was no prophets like Moshe, but there could have been kings like Moshe on the level of Moshe. So then what's the deal then? Meaning for saying that there could be kings on the level of Moshe Rabbeinu. So what was the problem with Shlomo Melech wanting to be, um, wanting to be on the level of Moshe Rabbeinu? So Bikesh Koheles lodun dinin shebelev shelo be'edim shelo basra. Koheles wanted to be, right, Shlomo Melech wanted to be able to judge cases just out of using his own intuition without judge it, without um, witnesses, without warnings. And a voice came out from heaven and said to Shlomo Melech, that it basically says in the Torah, that you need to have witnesses. You can't, uh, you can't, uh, you can't uh, have a court case without witnesses. All right, very interesting stuff. So the Mishnah had said that there was a story when there were uh, uh, more than 40 pairs of uh, witnesses that came to testify about the moon. Tanya, we talk a little in a Rabbi Yehuda, says Rabbi Yehuda, Chaz v'shalom she'abikiva ikvan. Rabbi Yehuda was, of course, a student of Rabbi Akiva. He says, Chaz v'shalom that my Rabbi Rabbi Akiva held, them out, held, held back these witnesses from testifying about the moon. Ela shezefer rosha shel goder ikvan. It was shezefer, the head of goder, who held them back. V'shalom from Gamliel, for we do him, we do also, and Gamliel, then um, sort of demoted him from his uh, position because he should not have been holding back witnesses from testifying about the new moon. Friends, that was the Afchafalif of Masechta Rosh Hashanah. So the first part of uh, the daf, we kind of uh, talked about more like uh, Rosh Chodesh kind of stuff about seeing the moon and Sveika Diyoma, right? We saw the story with uh, Levi that he came from Eretz to Bavel and he saw that on the 11th day of Tishrei they were eating and he says, wait, but actually they they, they added a day to Elul in Eretz and therefore really today's Yom Kippur. They said, wait, but can you testify? He says, well, I didn't hear them say from, you know, I didn't actually hear them say Mekudosh. We had the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan that in places where the 
the, the messengers in Nisan can arrive, but in Tishrei they can't arrive because of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So then um, in those places, even in Nisan, they have to keep two days. And we saw that Rave would fast for two days in Yom Kippur just in case. In Taka, one year it turned out that they added a day to El in Eretz Yisrael. So um, maybe that was also... I was going to say, maybe that was also the same year that Ula testified that they added that day in Eretz Yisrael, but Ula was earlier than Rav. But maybe that was the year with Rav Nachman. Oh, Ula and Rav Nachman Take, uh, are sort of the same age, and I think, and like, they communicate with each other. Obviously, there's the famous story with Ula and Yalta, uh, that uh, a lot of wine got sacrificed that day. So, so, what were we talking about? So, one time Rav Nachman was uh, fasting, and after Yom Kippur, a fellow said to him, oh, by the way, um, tonight is actually um, um, Yom Kippur. And that was kind of uh, difficult for him. Um, we said that uh, if, if the winter is going to extend into already the 16th day of Nisan, so you have to add a, a month onto uh, the year. And then we said that there are two months that we are Mechalel Shabbos, that Kilu, the witnesses could travel past the Tum Shabbos in order to give their testimony about the new moon, and that is Tishrei and Nisan. And interestingly, we gave two reasons for that. Well, okay, so we said because on the, it's those days that the witnesses, um, those months that the witnesses go out and um, let, not the witnesses, the messengers go out and tell all the people when Rosh Chodesh is. And kind of the Gemara gave two reasons for why we could be Mechal Shabbos Davka on um Tishrei and Nisan. The first reason that we gave was, well, when it comes to specifically Nisan and Tishrei, the messengers can only go out once they hear Bezdin say Mikudash, once they mamish hear Bezdin say when Rosh Chodesh is going to be. And for that reason, um, if we allow the witnesses to give their testimony on Shabbos, then already on Shabbos, they can be Mikadash, uh, the Chodesh, and that night already the messengers can go out. If we don't allow them, to testify on Shabbos. Well, then they can only come Motsari Shabbos, which means that Bezdin has to wait till the next day in order to be Mikadesh the, uh, the Chodesh, which means that uh, the messengers get delayed. So in order to um, uh, prevent that situation, which is unique to Tishrei and Nisan, because Stavka, Tishrei and Nisan, they have to hear it from the Bezdin. So they say that uh, the witnesses can come even on Shabbos. And the other reason is because it says, that you're, right, we, they say Mekudash, they, they announce the, the month, um, it has to be um, at its proper time, and therefore, even if it's Shabbos, you can travel in order to be Mekadish the Chodesh um, on Shabbos. The Mishnah had said that um, when the base of Mikdash was, well, yeah, when the base of Mikdash was around, um, the witnesses can even be like, travel on Shabbos. Um, any month of the year in order to ensure that the uh, Korban Musaf and Rosh Chodesh were offered at their correct, on their correct date. After the Bismuthus was destroyed, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai said, um, you know, this reason is irrelevant at this point, there's no Korbanos, so only on Nisan and Tishrei, when we need to make sure that uh, Rosh Hashanah, that, 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 that uh, the Moadim, essentially, um, are going to be at the proper day, so only then can you be Michal Shabbos to testify. Um, we said that the testimony they can be Mechal Shabbos, whether they saw that whether the moon was obvious in the sky, whether it was less obvious in the sky. Rabbi Yossi says, no, if it's obvious in the sky, they would not be Mechal Shabbos. There was a story where 40 pairs of witnesses showed up and a fellow, the Mishnah said Rabbi Akiva, but the Gemara said actually it was this fellow named Shezefer kind of held them up and um, we, uh, 
Megamil says, hey, what are you doing? Don't do that because then they're not going to want to come in the future. And then we also said that even though the witnesses could testify and travel on Shabbos, the messengers do not travel on Shabbos. Friends, have a good day. Peace out.